Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley. Happy Wednesday. Um, I have my favorite person in the universe sometimes. Guest, guesting, whatever. Coming in on the podcast with me today. My husband, Marshall, is sitting in because as of Saturday, we have been married one month. And I have officially become that cheesy Velveeta person that celebrates that kind of shit. But... I wanted to have Marshall sit down with me and chat about stuff because we haven't had, baby, you haven't sat on the podcast since before the wedding, right? Yeah. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things that people have asked me about on Instagram because every time I do one of those Ask Riley things, it's bound to be a, a like a questionnaire about me and you because obviously I overshare on Instagram all of the wedding photos and I'm not going to stop. I know that I'm annoying. I don't care. They were expensive and I love them. And I'm actually like, I'll get to that question in a second. I'm going to write that down. Post wedding <laughs> depression. Marshall's looking at me like, oh God. Okay. So babe, I wanted to ask a couple of questions of you that people were asking of me on Instagram. So first of all, one month in, are you happy that you married me? Yes. You hate these questions, don't you? Well, I mean, like it just... It feels like forced, I guess, in a way. Yeah, oh yeah. Like so the other day on TikTok I was like, Oh babe, I have a camera in his face constantly. So yes, I when I say that I'm a pain in the ass on Instagram, I really am. I'm like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And Marshall is not like a you're not a dick per se, but you're sort of an introvert in terms of stuff like that. Like you're a very sarcastic type person. So nine times out of ten, if I ask you those questions, I'll get a the sarcastic response and I will roll my eye and walk away. But hey, that's marriage. Um so I'll ask you, it's a month in, we have been together three years come January. That's crazy that it's only been three years though. Doesn't it feel like longer? A lot longer. A lot longer. And I, wow, that sounds terrible. Like we're, <laughs> we still love each other. Don't worry. But within the span, if you guys listen to this podcast or YMS on hot, um, there's been a lot of shit that's happened. So we, I feel like we went through our first 10 years of hardship in the first year and a half of us being together. E- easily. And you know? I mean- Pretty much, and this is something that you don't like, but it's not all the big milestones per se, but like a lot of them because, you know, (laughs) I I don't think it's, we did this, this, and this, and then that's it. So what he means, and this goes into the post-wedding depression that I'll probably get into right now because I think it's a real life thing. So Marshall and I met within six months, we got pregnant, lost a baby, got engaged, Planned a wedding, then we had to postpone said wedding because we got pregnant, sold a house, built a house, had a baby, and then had our wedding. All within the first two and a half years of our 
relationship. Oh, and went through life-changing surgery in that span as well. And a pandemic. So not that those were big milestones, but right before the wedding, I had like an emotional breakdown of like, oh my God, we've done all the big things and now there's nothing left to celebrate. And oh my God, life's going to be so boring. So when people have said to me that there's like this post-wedding depression type situation, I don't know that's depression. For me, it could be a thing. But for me, that's a little dramatic to put it in, in those terms. But there is a little like, a lot of actually like womp, womp, womp. Like maybe that's why. No, you don't think so, babe? No. Not for you? No. I mean, but that's why we're doing this here podcast. Like you didn't feel kind of sad. No, of course you didn't. Like you were, I stressed you out so bad through that whole wedding process. You're like, fuck yeah, it's over. We're married. I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. You don't feel sad or like you don't feel like the day went by really fast. You're a dude though. No, I mean, it went by fast. I thought everything was like perfect. And, you know, we're going to have have the video soon we have all the photos <laughs> you know and i don't know life which is you won't bo- let me put all over the house so like if you oh. you know like if if that if like that was your big like hurrah and like now it's like you're just like i'm gonna hit up just you know keep rolling the rest of my life and not do anything well yeah it's probably gonna be boring but if you like you know it is what you make it so Words of wisdom from my husband. Yes, I'm that annoying person that I swore I would never be with putting the inflection on husband. I'm that person, officially. But I think it might have been a little bit different for you because you had never imagined the whole wedding day, the big princess moment, obviously. Like, I know that you probably want, you wanted a wedding. You didn't fight me on that. Like, you weren't like, let's go to City Hall and say, fuck it. But for me, I 100% wanted the big princess dress. I wanted the big princess day. I wanted the dramatics because I'm not dramatic at all. Mm-hmm. But I am a 40-year-old bride, or was, and based my whole life on that moment. Not anymore, because I know that now that I'm marrying the right one, that day isn't at all. It, like, isn't just the end-all, be-all of the Mecca of things. Like, if there was a Mecca so far... Honestly, it wasn't the wedding day. What are you looking at me like that for? What? Ah, it wasn't the wedding day. It was the day you proposed to me. That was honestly still like, so many people say like, oh my God, the wedding day was the best day of my life. And don't get me wrong. It was. It was the biggest culmination of my life, but it wasn't the best day of my life. The best day of my life is when you, when you proposed to me because I had no fucking clue. I wasn't worried. I wasn't stressing. It was just like pure bliss. The wedding day was also bliss, but a lot of stress. You know, it, what? You're like, you're like shaking your, but was the wedding day, the actual wedding day stressful for you? Um, no, not really. I mean, like, I think it was more surreal. I think at first, like when I got to Mikey's house, that's one of my cousins, by the way. So I had three of my cousins that were groomsmen and, and they've all been married already. Well, I was in, I was in all three of their weddings. Mm-hmm. So when I was there, it didn't start clicking until like the photographer and VR showed up that it was like actually my wedding because it was like I was just used to kind of being, yeah. you know, dressed up. You've been up. in tuxes with them before. I, I, yeah. You'd gone through all these motions of walking so down the aisle. So it was kind of like it didn't feel like it was like my day or like my moment. So probably wasn't until like like the party bus showed up and then we got to the church that like it started like sinking in, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I tried to like take it in as much as possible. And, you know, when you're at the reception, like, everyone was like, you know, stop, look around, all these people are here for you, and, you know, remember the moment. And so, you know, that's something, like, it's that balance, too, where it's, like, we do a lot of stuff on social and, you know, everything else, but it's moments like that, like, to try to live in their moment. And you're going to you're gonna hate me for what I'm about to bring up. 
Oh my god, if y'all could see his face right now, I just got the most epic eye roll ever. So, this is really Riley, babe. We keep it real around here. Feel free to curse me out later. A lot of you guys have asked, did Marshall cry seeing me walk down the aisle? Or during the vows? Or at any moment during the day? Because I had been talking on the show that I wanted that so badly. You want to answer this one? I started to tear up. But I didn't cry. See, this is what makes me so mad. Is because as we were doing, it was when it was during my vows, right? To you, mm-hmm. and I saw it. I saw it creeping in your eyeball. I was like, oh, oh. but then I was trying to contain myself. I was trying to read my vows because I read to him things that I had put in my gratitude journal that I wanted in a husband. Very, very sweet moment. And I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna cry. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the tear. Your ass purposely clenched your jaw so that you wouldn't cry. And I'm like, God damn it, Marshall. So you will never live that down for the rest of your life because you almost had it. You almost gave it to me, but you didn't. And I will never let you live it down. You should see his face right now, you guys. So, I mean, it was like, that was the same thing with like Malin when he was born. Yeah, you didn't cry when Malin was born either. It was like, it was like the same type of thing. But I think you're also a person that you go inward with your emotions. Like I have seen you cry once twice in the times that we've been together and all the emotional shit we've been through twice so it's like i i annoy you with it but i kind of knew i prepared myself for it not to happen because that's just not who you are that was the equivalent of me crying no it wasn't i don't want an equivalent oh my god i don't want an equivalent i wanted the actual fucking tears that was the equivalent no but what gets me to my core is that they were there they were coming and it didn't happen i am not gonna say i'm gonna get over it i'm not nope Mm-mm. so having said that <laughs> do you have to remind me every day i do and i will <laughs> i love you but yes so someone texted or call her shut up <laughs> oh my god he's like come get your girl wow Okay, so having said that. Casey. <laughs> Casey is my matron of honor, and he is now using that over my head all of the time because she's the only person that can snap me into reality and I will actually listen to, including my husband. So having said that, what was, like, you just said the moment that you started, like, feeling it and you started getting into, like, oh, God, this was my day. Like, what was your all-time favorite moment of the wedding? And there's no wrong answers here. It's it's hard because I think there was moments, like definite moments at the church and then definite moments at the reception. Like? So, well, like at the church, I think like seeing you walk down, like it was, even though like I knew like a majority of people that were there, there was a lot I didn't know, but it was more of, I don't get overwhelmed Easily, no. Like, it's pretty rare. Or I don't really get, like, nervous. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get anxious for, like, the moment Mm -hmm. when I have to, like, do something or perform. But, you know, I was, like, I actually had, like, legit nerves. So, like, a lot of my facial expressions. Oh, my God. If you look at some of these photos, he looks like he's angry. And that's just, I was like, oh, my God. You look like you're miserable. And some of the ones, some of the ones walking back down the aisle, you look like, oh, fuck, what did I just do? And that's not. In. In that moment, I felt like I was. In which moment? Like walking, walking out of the church. Like you after. walking out of the church with Malin in your hands. Well, yeah, like well, looking at everyone. I f- like that was a moment. Like I was extremely happy, but I was extremely like, overwhelmed because mm-hmm. like I don't like like I'm not like a your good wife gift. that likes a lot of attention. Well, <laughs> no, like 
I'm not a good like gift receiver. Like I like giving things. Yeah, so and I don't true. like I don't like the spotlight on me mm-hmm. in, in that sense. And that was like all spotlight. So that was I guess me like internalizing it and I the facial expressions kind of came out differently. So were you relieved when they opened the door and they were staring at me then? <laughs> well, no. I mean like when it, we were out and we we're doing pictures and everyone was out there, like I was I was fine. It was just like in that moment when like all eyes are on you and that kind of thing, like it just So you would say that that's the moment, the oh shit moment. Like you this is the moment you held the oh shit bar and you're like this is really happening. That's your favorite? No, that's not my favorite. I, like I got off on a tangent there. But Yes, you did. My favorite was probably exchanging vows and then like walking into the reception was probably like my two favorite. Like when, like they they like officially announced us cuz like that was the moment where it was like I felt like I could relax. Like there was mm-hmm. no pressure anymore. Like it was like you could just now like party and celebrate with everybody and that's when I kind of felt like that um the family dance was another big moment for me so in lieu of doing mother daughter father daughter dances or whatever because family dynamics are different for all of us um we just decided to do a dance with the boys um a lot of people wanted to know what the song was it was a day to remember everything you need because that's one of Marshall's favorite bands it's become one of my favorite bands and it was just it meant a lot to us to unite our family in that way it felt disingenuous to do anything other than that so that was one of your other favorite moments that was one of mine too and then i mean like back to the church i think i think lyric felt the same way i think he internalized a lot of that stuff but giving him like the saint michael's necklace and that stuff so marshall gave um lyric a saint michael's necklace and made vows to him I get wispy when I think about it. Like, I think even still, like, a month later, I'm still, like, reliving some of the moments that just went over so fast, and then, like, you think back to them. And I think even Lyric, like you said, he internalized the stuff. Like, he felt overwhelmed at the altar, giving, you know, like, all the attention was on him at that point. And he's five or six now, but that was beyond incredibly special for everybody. And then probably, like, I mean – like, the whole day was perfect, so it's, like, I'm nitpicking when I'm, like, having to, like, find these things. But I guess the other point would probably be, like, when James. Oh, my nephew. So, Marshall is a natural-born father, natural-born coach, natural-born just mentor, I guess you could say. So, my nephew was an usher at the wedding, and he's really only been around Marshall a couple times because they live in Florida. But he's a pretty sweet like what not pretty sweet he's very sweet but he's a pretty quiet kid doesn't say a whole lot but what he what comes out of his mouth seems super poignant so you had a moment with him after the wedding now mind you he's 15 years old so 15 16 now he's 16 years old so at that age they could either be assholes or they could be like really nice young men or a mixture of both but this was a good moment with you and him because what did he say to you this was the at the at this was after the reception after the after party, yeah, like, it, like he basically just said, like, you know, like, I love you, man. Like, welcome to the family, like that kind of thing. And you know, like, I'm not completely disconnected with like that age group. Like, I have an intern at work right now. He's like 17, like a senior. And I was like, it's like weird. Like, you're kind of like pretty much transitioning in, into like full adulthood, mm-hmm. and you have like a dude coming in that's like your uncle by like marriage. Right. It's and weird. It's, it's like you know, like, so. It's the same thing I'd, I'd always told Lyric. Like, you can call me whatever you want. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to, like, insert myself in any, like, role per se. 
but to kind of like have like that approval from yeah, somebody like that a pr- approval and yeah. like, like final welcome i thought that was that was pretty cool so yeah his wife opening the doors and welcoming to church but th- i'm joking I said i'm that. joking that was the first thing i said oh <laughs> he's never gonna do another podcast with me ever again i'm the worst okay so aside from all that what was the thing that changed for you post-marriage like that seems like what everybody is asking about being married because although we were together for a relatively short amount of time we did a lot of shit we did all the big things that you normally do I don't like the word normal but most some whatever is customary to do before you get married so what changed for you for me personally I just like more security like everything was like not that it wasn't before but everything Mm -hmm. kind of like it was that full circle moment. Yeah. So I think that was probably the biggest thing is like that security and just kind of like the full circle moment of like we're actually like officially. We married now. Every, every possible way. But I think that answer could vary for different people. Like, you know, you have my cousin, Mike and Caitlin. They just had their seven year anniversary. So happy anniversary, guys. Yeah. Um, But like they were together years before that. So I think it's been together for like 15, right? 15 total. So. What is that? Seven minus 15. So mm-hmm. like eight years together before. So it's like you look at it that way. It, it might be different depending on how long you're together, I guess, before you're married. <laughs> well, it's like the answer, but that's mine. A lot know. of people have asked me, they're like, or, or they would say like, oh, yeah, you know, it doesn't change. You go home and you get married. You, you have rings on your fingers and that's it. Blah, 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 blah. For me, it's not like that at all. A hundred percent. A minute I do, boom, boom. Like the minute that I started saying husband, which I was, again, that annoying bride. Where's my husband? The minute that that husband word started, it was like just different because I think I would kind of like to say I've been yours since the day that we met, period. There was never any question of where this relationship was going once I put those walls down to let you in. Uh, And, you know, you saying yes to you is the easiest yes I've ever had in my entire life, you know, but it, it became even more exponential, even bigger than when we had Malin, like you don't like this joke, but I had jokes that like, you know, hey, I'd been engaged before. Hey, I'd had a baby before, but I've never been married before. It's funny, sort of, if you hate that, but it's true. So I, for me, everything changed. I have become even more protective of our relationship. I have become even more protective of you. It's like this, our family not that it wasn't everything before is like, I'm like Gollum, my precious, you know, like it's just, it's, it's like, fuck with me, fuck with my family and see what happened. You know, like that sounds so harsh, but I think that the mama bear and now wifey bear or whatever you want to put it as what, why are you laughing at me? It's become even greater. He's such a little shit. I'm trying to be emotional right now. And he's over there pestering me. I love you, but you're, you're a turd. So I think for me, it definitely became a full circle moment as well for me, but even just bigger than that. My favorite part of the wedding was not walking down the aisle that I thought it was going to be, like opening the doors. There was two. So I thought I would be way more obsessive about the photos during because that's just my jam. And as much as I obsess over how beautiful they are, uh, I wasn't during like once my hair, once my makeup was done, I thought I would have been wanting to like parade around in the dress and take a gajillion photos. Like I just want to get to Marshall. 
literally when we got to the church, we got married at five o'clock. We got there at like four twenty, and I had forty minutes to sit back there and stew and freak out and and just want to throw up. And I'm like you, Marshall. I y'all know me. I don't get nervous. I'm great with photo shoots. I'm great with these moments of everybody staring at me. We do jingle ball in front of twenty thousand people. I got this. But that was the moment where I was like, oh my god, this is really it, because I was back stage no I was back behind the church or whatever what I was behind where they hide you um and all I could think about is I just want to see Marshall I just want to see Marshall that's it I just want to see Marshall I just want to see Marshall but then when the doors opened I remember like trying really hard to hone in on you but then that was also the moment where I was looking at a lot of people like that we had brought together on both sides that was my moment to like kind of look at everybody but then I kind of loved the fact that I got really fucking nervous at the altar. I don't get nervous. I speak in front of millions of people every day. I don't get nervous. During my vows, I was fucking nervous. I almost like, thank God we wrote him down. You know, because with the pastor, Pastor Rob was amazing. But he had had a conversation with us before that he was like, make sure you write him down. You're going to be nervous. And I'm like, I've got this. I'm blah, blah, blah. Like, are you kidding me? I can wait. Nope. Uh-uh. I was fucking nervous. Did you notice? It was crazy. Like, I don't get that way. Well, I think it's, like, I, I don't speak in front of millions, obviously. But, you know, I'm, I can be in front of, you know, 20, 30, 40 people, mm-hmm. command room and do whatever. I think the thing, it was the significance of the moment. Yeah. And taking that in, I think that brought the nerves. Because yeah. regularly, like, if I'm up in front of whatever, like, I don't care. But I think it was a significance of the moment that. Yeah, like I was trying so hard to take it in and say everything I wanted to say to you and not blubber my fa- false eyelashes off. And it was weird because all of the other shit fell away. <laughs> God bless my matron of honor. I told her and my sister that if I have a crunchy veil up there, I'm going to kill somebody. I said, I'm going to kill Marshall. I'm going to kill somebody. And you can see in the wedding video, God bless. Like we don't have the full unedited one, but we have the one from the church. Uh, you can see my poor matron of honor, like, trying so desperately to fit the crunchy part of my veil. I didn't even see it. I didn't even care. As a matter of fact, that fucking veil came off as soon as it possibly could because it kept getting stuck in everything. But those were my two favorite moments of the day. And then, like, when we were taking pictures outside of the venue during the reception, like, right before we went in, you it I don't know why this is one of my favorites but it just like reminded me of who we are as people because I'm wanting to get my beautiful photos and your ass is like I'm getting hangry and I'm just like there's a photo of this too that I look at you and I was like you better give me my fucking pictures and they shot a picture of that but I think probably this is so goofy my ultimate favorite part and I said this on the podcast I did with my makeup artist Davey my favorite part of the entire day was when you let loose and danced on the dance floor like a, a, an adorable fool because that – I literally was talking with your cousin at the beautiful little, like, bridal, like, spa day they put together for me, and they had, you danced like a crazy person at all their weddings. And I was like, I don't know this, Marshall. I've never seen that, Marshall. I mean, half our relationship, we were recovering from hip surgery, so I didn't know that, Marshall. And you had always said that you wanted to be able to walk down the aisle because, remember, we were supposed to have this wedding last year – pre-COVID and pre-baby Malin and we didn't know if that was going to happen we didn't know if you were barely going to be able to get up the aisle so 
it was really cool for me to like, I'm getting emotional. It was really cool for me to like, A, see you let loose in that way and just be euphorically happy and be to know that that was like a moment that in a different way we had worked so hard for. And I say we, because I wasn't the one in the wheelchair. I wasn't the one in the crutches. I wasn't the one in the bed for six weeks, but I was cleaning out your wounds and, and, and sitting on the damn wheelchair in the gym when you wanted to do a certain exercise, we didn't want it to flip over. So I think that was probably the Mecca of the, of the day for me at least. So the next question that everybody gives us is more kids. No, 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 and more no. Yes. No, what? I meant, I'm saying yes to your nose. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so this is, this is why this is funny, because of the fact that on the mini moon that we went on, I had a little moment of love and euphoria that I was like, babe, maybe just one more. Maybe just one more. Please, one more. Please give me one more. And he's looking at me like, woman, is you insane? Really no more? No. Uh, not ever, not. Final answer. <laughs> Don't need to phone a friend. <laughs> so, no more kids. We're happy as a family of four, and it would just change a lot of things for us. And I feel like babies are blessings 100%, but we're done. As much as it makes me sad that that sector of our life is over, I think that a lot of the future sectors of our lives wouldn't be the same in the way that we would want it to be if we had another one. And side note, that's okay, y'all. That's okay. Like, just, like, we didn't do anything by society's norms, and if society thinks that we should have more children, no. And I I get, like, I get wistful about it, and I was like, oh, maybe another baby, and then I think of the newborn stage, and I'm just like, ugh. No, thank you. It's not not even that. Like, I I feel like with our our jobs, with, the family dynamic with everything, it would change too much. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there where it's a completely different family dynamic, and that's awesome. Yeah, like they if, have if more can, help than we s- do. Yeah, I mean, more help, but not even that. Like, if you have, you know, your job or whatever, just kind of how you, the dynamic works, like, you could spend an equal amount of time with the kids. I feel like if there was a third, that would just change up too much. True. Where, you know, one's going to suffer in terms of, like, getting the attention they need. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, suffers a little much to say that in a word, but I get what you're saying. Like, I, I'm being a little PC because I don't want people coming after me. We have three kids and none of them suffers. Like, we're not trying to say that. No. We're not trying to, you know, down anybody's family dynamic. But for the way that we operate, the way that we work, we have finally gotten to a space where we, we have a little bit of a rhythm. And if we had a third, the rhythm would be off. But I also like to remind myself, too, that, like, I had my last baby later in life, as they say. Your girl's 40. I'm going to be 50 with a 10-year-old. Do I want to be 60 with a 5-year-old? Uh, no. Uh-uh. What are you laughing at me for? But, so, no more kids. All right. So, one final thing I wanted to ask you, babe, and I'll say mine too, that people have been asking a lot. Like, what is your favorite part of being married and I know we've been married for all of five seconds because it's been a month and like a couple of days but what is your favorite part that you would say if you can different differentiate something between being because we were fiancés for longer than we were together we were fiancés for two and a half years so what's your favorite part of having a wife versus a fiance or a girlfriend I think it's the same answer as you know I feel like it's kind of like phrased a little bit different I think it's like it's like that security of for me like that full circle of everything kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that like there wasn't like the using air quotes, like the security blanket or whatever feelings, you know, that might come with, but it's definitely a full circle moment, I think. 
for me. Like that's that security. So I think the thing that I really like about being married is it's a new. This is going to sound so damn cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's a new reason to be better. Because I feel like I manifested you into my life. This is no secret. I talk about it all the time. And it was something that I had yearned for and longed for for always. But like I said in my vows, originally it was for the wrong reasons. I didn't know what those reasons were. So now that I have you and I have our family, it's a new reason to evolve and want to be better for you. You know, like I think it's challenging sometimes because you are not allowed in marriage. I don't, not, I'm not allowed, but in marriage, it's really hard to have just your own singular emotions. Like when you are with another person and you become one, which I don't love that either, but when you are a family, it's sort of like, okay, one of us is having a bad day. So the other one there and has to kind of like swoop in and like take care of that bad day. You, you don't have just your own emotions where you just get to go into a corner and pout and get over it. You have to nurture your other person. But I think it's a very zany experience for me to actually want to do that. I'm not saying I'm always good at it. I'm not being a hypocrite. I'm not saying I'm always good at it. But to actually really want to do that for another person, aside from the ones that I've given birth to, is really cool. Like, it goes back to me being that, like, protectiveness of you and wanting to care for you and wanting to be your rock. Because even though I love being protected and cared for by you, in that traditional role sense, it's different for me to want to do that for another person. I realized just how selfish I had been in other relationships or how much bullshit I had taken in other relationships. And it's nice to have that to look forward to. Because there's a lot of shit that people say about marriage that is so crappy and it's so mundane and it's so meh and meh, 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 meh. And I mean, I'm not saying it's all rainbows and Skittles. I'm sure there will be that. I mean, I think we already experienced a little bit of that, no? I think that's just life. Right. I'm just trying not to paint this beautiful picture of we're newlyweds and everything's fucking perfect because we said I do, because that would be stupid. No, but I mean, that's also like, I, I guess this, this specific podcast is good in the sense where a lot of people that don't know us or don't know the dynamic or what goes on behind the scenes, that it's not this, you know, Tori Watson, like, perfect wedding photo, and, like, that's it. It's, mm-hmm. like, fairy tales and, and that kind of shit. Like, it's, you know, there's more to it. So I think that's that's probably where the lit down and depression comes from is because people hold themselves, like, this standard that's just not fucking attainable because we're human, and then that's where the... The wedding, wedding post-wedding depression comes so, in. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's real life. Just, you know, I guess my thing is taking the moment, for the wedding. Like really, yeah, really take it in. Like, live in the moment. There's even, there's enough people there, like, taking pictures and shit. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> and yes. just take in the moment, enjoy it, remember it, and, you know, everything that comes after that, that's just life. It is very true. Like, Marshall was very shocked of me at the wedding day. I didn't even know where the fuck my phone was. He put in his vows, I will find your phone for you. That's how important my phone is to me. It's literally like an extension of my hand. I know. It's a terrible habit. It's my addiction. Whatever. But for that day, I put the damn thing down. I don't know where it is. I didn't take a single picture on my phone. Was just honed in on enjoying that 24 hours that we had spent a good penny on. Is there anything I regret or wish would have been different from that day? Family drama, for sure. Family drama. 
Is there anything that I wish I would have spent more or less on? No. Do you think there's anything that you would have spent more or less on? No. I mean, I think... <laughs> you liar. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't have, like... That you wouldn't have obsessed about the way well, that I not did? Not even that. Like, should I have even thought of, you know? But, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Like, you know, we're... Like what? See, he's going to start a marital argument. Like what? I don't even know. Like, I, I like... Is there, honestly, is there anything in the wedding that you think that I wasted money on that you would have been like that? We didn't need that. You can tell me now. I won't bite you. Maybe. No, I don't think we wasted any money. It was just stuff like I wouldn't have thought of. It's just like all the little expenses that like, you know. All the favors yeah. and like the flower wall that was so beautiful that you hate me for. But it was so pretty. Was it not pretty? It was. You just hated making it. I thought that, Okay. We have a whole other podcast on that one. It's for sale, by the way, guys. DM me if you want it because it was gorgeous. I am not going to torture Marshall any longer, but I will say marriage is pretty fucking cool. A lot of people have asked me, how do you feel once you're married? Like, is it different? Da, 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 da. We've gone over it. I will end this here podcast with, I really like being your wife. I like being your husband. Hey, he does kind of love me still. You guys, I want to hear some of your experiences. I want to hear what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Do you want to hear Marshall on the podcast more? Because I am happy to torture my husband and make him sit down with me. All the DMs are always open. Hit me up at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is Riley Couture 5. Snapchat is at Radio Recon. And TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you Friday with the Fave Five. Babe, I love you. Let's love go you. eat. You guys, it's really Riley. <laughs>